Welcome back to Inside the Distillery with Cultivated Cocktails. I'm your host, Leah Howard, and today we have uh, Taylor, Real, and Kelsey phoning in from Connecticut because this is this is a big deal for us, um, and we're going to talk about something really special that a lot of people email us and text us and call us and come in and ask for all the time. We're going to talk about the number one most American spirit, bourbon, and what it takes to be a bourbon, and how long we have aged our very first release of bourbon. So exciting, and I uh, have been waiting a long time for this, but not nearly as long as it seems like the people that come into the distillery and ask us if we have a bourbon. And a lot of distilleries do start out with bourbons because they maybe buy them from somewhere else and, and age them a little or add something to them or bottle them and whatnot. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, it just means that you come out with one, and we didn't do that. We we put it in a barrel, and we waited for what has now been five years, and we released it, or we will release it. We poured it out of the barrel and at least into some nice little glasses in front of us, and very excited about that. So I'm going to let uh, I'll let Taylor start with a little bit of the history behind what came to be like what was the decision to put this in a barrel and then uh and then real can talk about the process and the bourbon and whatnot and maybe i can add a little bit here and there but you guys are the experts yeah so we we ended up making our whiskey constantly and we decided we had some extra whiskey back a little over five years ago and we ordered some new barrels um and we took our leftover whiskey and for for the rest of y'all the our whiskey, there's no difference in our whiskey and our bourbon other than one goes into a new barrel and one goes into a used barrel. Um, and the, the bourbon doesn't get rotated like our steel horse does. But, yes. And in order to be a bourbon, it has to go into a new barrel, right? That's right. Yeah. Yep. And this whole age statement of two years, it doesn't actually have to be two years unless you're a straight bourbon or you're a Kentucky bourbon or anything like that. It can go in a barrel for one year or one minute. And as long as it's a new barrel... And it's at least 51% corn. But uh, we're 60% corn, 40% barley. And we took it a step farther. And we'll let Real talk about that. Yeah. So um, bourbon, kind of like Leah touched on, really is America's native spirit. Much in the way people think of scotch in Scotland or you know, any number of products that kind of have that geographic association. Um, bourbon is is ours. This is the spirit that's always been produced here since before the American Revolution, all the way up and through. Um, it has a few pretty basic requirements, and one of the first really important requirements is it has to be produced in the United States, like we said. Um, it has to be distilled under 160 proof. When you start distilling things at a higher proof than that, you're basically making such a pure alcohol, you sort of stripped the flavor away from the distillate, so you end up with something more akin to a vodka than a whiskey. It doesn't have that kind of full-flavored profile you want, so we keep all bourbon under 160. Like Taylor said, got to be at least 51% corn or more. Um, the other 49 is kind of what makes the difference from one distillery to the next. It's how they play with that extra 49% and what they use, different grains and things like that to kind of create different flavors. Um, it has to be stored under 125 proof in the barrels. Um, that's a pretty big requirement. Again, you got to add a little water to get that 160 proof distillate down to 125. Um, it kind of just helps it with the aging process, um, helps with the extraction of the flavors from the barrels and so on. 
Um, and the biggest requirement and the one that really sets bourbon apart from all other types of whiskey out there is it has to be aged in brand new first use charred oak casks, like Taylor said. Um, ours was aged in a new, um, little bit, little bit departure from tradition. We used a 30 gallon cask instead of the traditional 53. Um, that allows you to get a little bit more flavor and a little bit shorter amount of time. Um, and I think you'll really see that in this product. Um, if you manage to get your hands on a bottle, give it a try. Um, you'll see that, you know, we, we put a five-year age on this. Um, I personally think it tastes like it has a little more than that. Um, it, it's a little bit, a little bit more char, a little bit more wood, and a little bit more smoothed out than you'd typically expect from five years. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, the other thing that really sets this whiskey apart, like Taylor said, it's essentially the uh, same whiskey that you'd find in our Steel Horse. Um, it's the same mash bill, same distillate. It comes out of the same product flow. Um, the difference is instead of the shorter age, we put on the steel horse, we do some stuff with toasted cubes, we, uh, rotate the barrels like we've talked about. Um, but this one, we just kind of let age the old fashioned way. We put it out in the barn and we forgot about it for a while, which is the best thing to do when you're making whiskey. Five years crawls by when you're waiting for it to pass. So, um, it's been sitting out here for quite a while, buried deep in the stack. And we kind of came out, I don't know, that was probably six months ago or so and out of curiosity we pulled some samples out gave it a taste and i think immediately both taylor and i agreed that you know it's time this is ready this is is what it's going to be um another thing kind of really cool about this whiskey it sets it apart is it's what's called a bottled in bond um that is a really kind of cool distinction that sets apart some bourbons from others um it has its own special set of requirements so you got to meet all those requirements i just talked about to make it a bourbon you then have to meet another further set of requirements to make it a bottled and bond. Um, they're the Taylor can tell you they're the three D's. Yeah. Which, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So you got the single uh, distillation se season, so January to June and July to December, um, and then it has to be made by one distiller and at one distillery, and then bottled at a hundred proof, um, and then. Uh, got to be aged at least four years and and we've checked all those boxes and mm -hmm. we went beyond the four years and it, it turned out and not only is it a bottle and bond it's also a single barrel um this one and it kicks off our i shouldn't say it kicks off the our honey whiskey was kind of our kickoff but this is under the rare batch brand uh so it, it's very special to us yeah as we've kind of grown as a distillery we've uh we've laid down some whiskey um you know i think all distilleries if you're a distiller or a distillery owner, making whiskey is what everyone gets up in the morning to do. Like, that's the really cool, really fun part. But and a lot of people get up in the morning to drink it, too, right? We see that on the, our end, yeah, too, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, coming, yeah. it's coming. That's the part we don't talk about. <laughs> um, but, yes, that, that definitely is uh, a thing. And the truth is, if you're a young, new startup distillery, proper whiskey making takes years um businesses can't really go years without selling any product when you're constantly having to make more and more and kind of build these programs up over time so when you look at our lineup you know you see spirits all over the board we've got liqueurs gins vodkas and i think we've really kind of made a niche for ourselves in making a wide variety of spirits i think it's something our customers really like about what we do um but at the end of the day, getting to the point where we can have steady flows of really good quality whiskeys coming out is is really like the big thing. That's that's a lot of what we're going for. And and this is cool. These experimental batches you'll be seeing coming out 
this one, The Honey. We have a few more coming out uh, here in the future, but all of these are kind of the first little bits coming out of uh, our bigger flows of whiskey until we can get into some continuous flow of bourbon constantly kind of having those things on the market, which is really exciting. Like Leah mentioned, and I'm sure any of our uh, bartenders or staff at our tasting room could tell you, that's got to be one of the most requested spirits that we don't have. <laughs> you know, um, people ask about it all the time, and I understand why. Um, it's, you know, it's a popular spirit. It's uh, Ours are going to be really good quality, and I'm really looking forward to being able to kind of fill that fill that want. So. Yeah. So not only do we have our, our Steel Horse Whiskey, which sells out in approximately 30 days from once it's released, uh, and it comes out two to three times a year, um, this is going to be even more limited. 120-ish bottles, yep. 125-ish, um, and uh, single barrel, and it's the rare batch series, but it's also the first bottle that's got your name on it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. That's that's pretty cool. Um, I've bottled a lot of liquor in my day, and I've never had one that had my name on it while I was doing it. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, I think it plays really well into that that little that third option in the third D you talked about there: single distiller, single distillery, single season. I mean, this is really kind of whiskey in its most straightforward path from production to customer, and it's cool to be able to put your name on something and say, "Here you go, enjoy." And that aging process, you know, it, we did a very, I would say, traditional aging process, right? Just put it, but we don't necessarily do um, just traditional with our steel horse whiskey itself. When those rotating barrels that we've talked about before, and a lot of different things can be done to to age your whiskey and quote unquote speed up the process or enhance the flavor profiles, however you want to look at that, and you know, that is being done all over the place in in a lot of different ways, and it's a really to learn about and watch but I, I really appreciate that this one for us our first bourbon is just very traditional and in, in what it is and it really goes along with the fact that we are releasing this on July 4th so traditional American spirit and traditional you know obviously a big tradition in America is, is July 4th so so we're excited to be able to bring all those pieces together and we definitely I just want to like get Kelsey's opinion really quickly because first of all, we really should, I mean, shame on us. We really should play this a little bit better and time it. We're not great at timing these things. We're like today. Yeah. Okay. Pull it together. And it's fine. But that means Kelsey does not have this whiskey sitting in front of her right now. Like she, she can't taste it. So how many times have we done that to you? Oh God. She's, this is at least three, right? It's got to be my own fault. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that moved away. Right. right? Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not. We're not blaming you at all. But but uh, the uh, thing about that with Kelsey, and we're going to taste it, and we're going to tell her about it, but I just want Kelsey's input on if she's making a cocktail out of bourbon, what she would do, and, and her, the first thing that comes to her mind, because originally this is, this is really cool that Real is the distiller for this, and he's been with us just as long as Kelsey has, and she was our original, like, bar specialist mixologist and 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 never got to play with a bourbon and barely got to play with the whiskey that's true and d I, did you get to try any honey whiskey i did try the honey whiskey i tried a couple iterations of the honey whiskey okay. um and i definitely was given tours of the um the bottled and bond bourbon every time i was at the distillery we were pointing out the barrel and just kind of peeking at it and stuff um, 
Bourbon is kind of a funny thing as far as cocktails go, in my opinion, because most bourbon drinkers would be really offended at the suggestion of drinking it in a cocktail. Um, most people are very specific about their preferences, and it's usually going to be either a neat pour or um, on ice. Um, I do think that it's something that I wouldn't want to change too much um, for myself if I were to be drinking. I do prefer it chilled. Um, and I think it's okay to add some bitters, um, but really just kind of keeping it true to form, I think it's the best way to enjoy it. Um, you don't really want to cover it up too much. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that we can say, like Real mentioned earlier, one of the things that people really love about our distillery is that we have so many options. And then the other part of that is I can't, I, there's not a single option, including our vodka, which is saying a lot because I don't even really like vodka that you couldn't just sip on. They couldn't just drink straight and be like completely palatable. This is great, like whatever. So this is obviously no exception. This wonderful bourbon that is in front of us right now. And um, I think I think we have already, in an essence, debunked the fact that bourbon doesn't have to come from Kentucky. But it is the one of the most um, common... I guess, misconceptions, though there are varieties of bourbon, as Taylor mentioned earlier, you can have a Kentucky bourbon that cannot be made in North Carolina, but, but bourbon as a whole. If you want to upset people from Kentucky, you just point out that bourbon comes from Pennsylvania, not Kentucky. Well, and we could (laughs) also point out the fact that we, as North Carolina, were making and profiting off of whiskey before Kentucky was a state. Yeah, absolutely. Um, This is actually a fun little tidbit Taylor and I were talking about earlier um bourbon is so engrossed with american history it's almost impossible to separate um you know somewhat known george washington prior to his you know famous career was one of the largest and estimated to probably be the largest producer of whiskey in uh this hemisphere um at the time the american revolution broke out he made rye whiskey at mount vernon um and apparently some really good peach brandy always been curious about that but um if anyone has a bottle out there you know hit me up um, but, uh, the name bourbon even, um, has some associations with the American revolution. It's not really confirmed or known exactly why we use that word. It's kind of a funny word to describe our whiskey. Um, but there is a belief that it is sort of an homage, um, to the French bourbon Royal family. Um, and f- almost a thank you for the help that the French gave the Americans in the revolution when they showed up. Um, they were sent by bourbon monarchs to do that, and so there's kind of a thought that that's why we call this this. It's uh, homage directly back to the American Revolution, which is pretty cool. That is really cool. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's one of those, it's been around so long, we're talking about when a name came up in the 1700s, but that's uh, a commonly held belief, at least. Yeah, very cool. I mean, yeah, there was all kinds of history and uh, in, in the states and in North Carolina that are congruent with whiskey in general or just even corn liquor you know down to it but this particular one i'm very excited about again it is not going to last very long uh it it is part of our rare batch series and all of those labels are going to look similar in that rare batch series and that so we should just give a nod to kelsey in there too she's been a big part of helping us develop those labels and, and really bring up our brand to that and keeping everything on point, even though it's just a small little batch of something that, you know, you're going to be very lucky to get your hands on. Uh, And by the time you're listening to this podcast, 
you might not even have the chance to get your hands on. I don't know. We'll we'll see how long it lasts. This will be our smallest batch to date. Uh, we have one coming out that's smaller for a yep. single individual, um, coming out of a five gallon barrel, but uh, as part of our five gallon barrel program. But uh, this will be the smallest batch. We do have two barrels. Uh, we're releasing both the single barrels, but uh, 100, yep. 125 max each. Yep. And we'll probably do it. Yeah, we have uh, these two barrels um, that were laid down a while ago, and then we kind of got away from laying down barrels of whiskey for a while. So you've got a chance to get your hands on one of this batch. We'll have another batch. We haven't quite hammered out when we're going to release that, but probably depending on how fast this one sells um, later this year, early next year would be my thinking. Um, and then after that, that's that's that. So yeah. you got a one in 250 shot of getting your hands on one of these. Um, and of the spirits we put out, if you're a fan of the work we've done, um, if you like our Steel Horse Whiskey, I would be very willing to bet that you're going to like this better. Um, I- it's just a little bit more. It's a little bit smoother. It's a little bit more, fl- well, it's actually a decent bit more flavorful. Um, and it's just a really, really good expression of what that 60-40 mash bill we work with can do. It's delicious. As, as soon as I had it, I thought to myself it has that feel that the honey whiskey did it has that like depth and mouth feel that the honey whiskey had it's it's really almost creamy it smells great and it smells delicious and it it's amazing and then it's so frustrating that we're gonna have to keep a bottle right you can't drink it all you're gonna have to keep a bottle says who well, <laughs> well says taylor he makes yeah. you know like oh, he fair says, you gotta buy one <laughs> one to drink one to drink some of so you can compare stuff to it. Yeah. Right. And then one to never open. Yeah. So Leah's bad. I'll bring home whatever from some other random distillery and she'll drink it all down. And before I notice it, there's like a half inch and left at the bottom. I'm like, what the crap? I don't know what, what, what do you mean Leah's bad? Like, bad. Leah's really good at drinking. The Leah's whiskey. good at drinking so, the products. Yeah. Essentially. So. <laughs> I just know. So turn that one around. I know what's good and what's not good, right? Right? What, Kelsey? I said it sounds like your bottles are just defective. There's got to be holes in these. Yeah, there's a 100%. hole in the bottle. When that uh, Miranda Lambert or uh, no, who sings that? It's uh, oh, it's Canadian. She's a Canadian. Shania Twain. No. Yeah, there's a hole in a bottle of wine. And then Kelsey Ballerini. Hey, look at that. It's Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey That's Ballerini who- redid Shania Twain's. Look it up, Kelsey, oh. real quick. But up, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Shania Twain, and she's Canadian. So for y- those of you who don't know, Kelsey is Canadian. And then Kelsey Bellarini, KB as well, redid it. I- I'm 99% sure. It's into the conspiracy here or something. Yeah. There's too many connecting dots. There's too, too many connecting cana- dots. Too many Kelsey's, too many Canadians. It's dang, not Canadian dang whiskey. Canadians. It's not no. Canadian whiskey, <laughs> no. uh, which I don't have a problem drinking either, to be fair. So the crown apple. See, I was going to say, when there. you're talking about that, I'm notorious for my entire bar being bottles with like one finger left in them because yeah. I'll get to the bottom right. and I'm just like, well, I don't know if I'll ever get one of these again. Exactly. And I may want to compare this to or remember, or, you know, like exactly when you've tasted a lot of different whiskey, you know, as you do in this profession, you almost have to keep a library at the house to go back and go was that right. i know i, I know i wrote right. this down but what you know because you're associating words to flavors and all kinds of things so um yeah my entire bar is stocked with one finger in the bottom of the bottle yeah. it takes up a ton of space and you know but. now if i can get it again if i can go get bernheim or evan williams or sure. whatever uh elijah craig if i can go get it again no big deal drain it yep 
See, I'm but, not a fan. I'm like, you know, use it or lose it, man. Like, we only live once. True, but that's that's the difference And when you start getting into some things like this whiskey. You know, our Steel Horse, you can get that regularly. Our vodka, you can get regularly. Drink the whole thing. We'll replace, you know, come back and see us. We'll replace it. Not a problem. For, you have to wait for a little. For 1995. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't like a warranty on <laughs> empty liquor bottles, but um, yeah, we get we, we can get you some more. Um, but when it gets to things like this, these bottled and bonds, these single barrels, our experimental series, it's, you know, either you get it or you don't. And once it's gone, there's not a thing I can do to get you another bottle. You know, yep. it's the, there's no more in the warehouse. There's no more to be had. Yep. That's kind of it. So um, if you're a collector of spirits, if you like collecting our bottles, this is definitely one I think you're going to want in your collection. No doubt. For instance, there's another employee of ours that I have to kind of hide things from, uh, when they come over and, uh, it's one of them is uh, Leah knows exactly who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we all know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. One of them, those that I have to hide, is uh, Purchase Knob. And that was, that was one of yours. That is one of mine. Yeah. yeah. From a uh, previous distillery I worked at. Yeah. RIP, Elevated Mountain Distilling Company. Yeah. Pur- our Purchase Knob whiskey was our our kind of steel horse, our, uh, not our full-blown bourbon, but our kind of introductory whiskey that we got out of the gate first and kind of got moving. And that's pretty cool that you still have a bottle. Do you have the aged one or the... Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because yep. we sold that one as a white dog and as a okay, lightly I didn't, aged... I didn't know it was a white dog, but I got the aged one. Yeah. That's pretty neat. I don't even think I have any more of that. Well, mm. I'll, I'll half the bottle with you. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I sense a deal coming on. <laughs> So, yes, you can totally grab a bottle and keep it, or you can grab a bottle and drink it, or you can grab two bottles and drink one and keep one or whatever, but we don't have that many. you got to buy three. Right. Taylor's theory is you have to buy three. One One to to drink, one to keep, and one to half so you can test it, right? That's right. I got it. I'm fully aware of my bank account being drained. It's fine. (laughs) Um, I uh, will say we can can taste this, and uh, Kelsey – I wish that you could taste it with us right now, but we're flying her back here for a specific product. Um, we are towards the end of the year, yeah, and hopefully the end of the year. But it'll be totally unique. Nothing we ever planned on doing. But she knows what I'm talking about. But uh, I, I don't even know. What no, you probably don't. Real does. He he. <laughs> no, listen, I can't. I can't know because it just makes me angry. Because I'm like, when is it coming? When is it? I'm just as bad as everybody else. When is it coming? When is, I'm pa- impatient, and you cannot be impatient. Okay, with craft well, spirits. just think of Kelsey, and what product goes with Kelsey? Mud. <laughs> what? Did you say mud. Said my background. Think of my oh, background. Your background. Vodka flavored with <gasps> oh, all the Oh, I know strips. exactly what it is. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's totally fair, and I can wait on that because that's not my. Yeah. I mean, I'll drink it. Don't, don't get me wrong, but um, so yeah, <laughs> I think that's going to be great. And Kelsey is the best person to to give you all the feedback on that spirit. So, and that'll be great. I wanna wanna cheers this. Guys. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's all right. So like, here's Thank cheers you. to five years and clink clink. Uh, cheers. And yeah, one, cheers. one for the bartender, Kelsey, that cannot be present. Sorry, I'm not pouring any out for you, Kelsey. <laughs> I didn't really <laughs> pour it out. I just tapped the to the counter, mm. which for those who are not in the industry might not know. But if you, you know, cheers to your bartender, tap the table before you drink. Real did leave a seat out for you, Kelsey, in case your flight was late or something. Yeah. It, well, it was. It's somewhere around here. 
She's like flight that I didn't get the ticket to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we didn't plan on releasing this on July 4th. Um, we actually could have released it as early as the first part of May. Yeah, uh, April 27th was when this cast came up to date at the five-year mark, and that was when we told ourselves, like, we're going to pull it at the five-year mark. Yeah. Um, and then, but uh turns out we got a little closer, and it just kind of, everything was falling in line, and what better date to release it than America's birthday? Absolutely. America's spirit, America's birthday. Can't beat that. Uh, the label isn't red, white, and blue. Uh, not, it is it a wasn't planned beautiful to be color. It's a beautiful <laughs> brand on the label. It wasn't planned to be July 4th, but... We will, um, you know, for those of you who are in North Carolina, we will be open on the 4th. We can sell bottles. We can do cocktails. But we will not be doing cocktails with this particular spirit because we have such a limited number of bottles. Or sampling. Or sampling. So you're just going to have to trust us that this is an amazing spirit. Um, we haven't led you wrong yet, I don't think. If, you, if you're if you a fan of ours and you're following, I don't haven't heard any complaints. So just trust us. Uh, this is a great spirit. We will, you know, not have it for very long. And there is a button on our Instagram and on our website. If you, if you want to be notified and you want opportunities to reserve your bottles before other people, there is a link for that. So that's a thing. If you're interested in probably maybe missing the boat on this one, but for future reference. Yeah, so that'll come uh, with all of our limited and special release products. This, this whole Rare Batch series and a few others like the Honey Whiskey and, and the Steel Horse when it comes out. And then um, this secret product that's for Kelsey. Uh, but, I mean, we've also got some stuff. This isn't the oldest product that we have. We've got some stuff that's pushing seven years mm -hmm. in here that we're going to be pulling here real soon. Um, yeah. What? Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Do you, yeah, do you remember what that is? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're looking right at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I just realized I was looking at it, it when like you said barrel, that. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like like Taylor said, just kind of reiterate that with more and more. We're, you're, if you're following our stuff, you're going to see more and more growth in this Rare Batch series. Um, yep. That's something we've got several things already queued up for. This is number one. The rest of the year, you're going to see a few more of these come out. Um, and if you're the kind of person who likes to collect spirits or you just like trying what we make, I would definitely recommend doing what Leah said. Um, keep an eye on that link on our Instagram, Facebook. Um, that'll keep you, you know, uh, you'll be the first to know um, when it comes out and you'll get your first chance of getting a bottle. So. If you don't have any plans yet for the 4th of July, I guess I'll see you all at the tasting room to pick up your bottles. That's right. Are you going to be downtown, real? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. See, it's better not to travel on the 4th. It's better to work the 4th than travel the following yeah. when nobody's mm -hmm. traveling. Yeah. Well, now everybody's going to do that, Taylor. Well, the, the, those are the smart people. <laughs> no. Let's be real. Taylor's never going to travel, period. So it's fine. But Kelsey's going to travel back to us and try this, and I really think it was important that we're all here today because I, this isn't really like our, I guess, our OG OG team because there was a couple of little, like, snafus in between and, and really good things in between, too. This, but is, this, is, this our, is the like, family. This yeah, is the this is our family. family right this is, they've been here with us the longest Um Everything else was kind of trial and error, and and good things came of it, and and I really enjoyed our experiences with our other people, and and this keep is in the touch, OG this is, cultivated cocktails team. This is our these are our people. And that's where we started cultivated with this crew. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. So yeah. yeah. When we transition from like, H&H. transitioning to yeah. cultivated. As, as real wears an H and H shirt. Uh, but I have a cultivated shirt on. Yeah. I have a hog. I'm vintage. I have a cultivated shirt on too. Oh, look at that. That wasn't planned. And I'm the odd one out with a <laughs> hawk tribe shirt. This is just really <laughs> what, what Kelsey? Sorry, I have to say this is just really exciting because it's when I started working for Cultivated, we had we had only released officially the the Hazel sixty three and the Highway Nine. And we had the coffee and the pink gin were both like set out for tasting, but we didn't have like an official labeled bottle out for them yet. So for us to be releasing our first like official bottled in bond, like our first official uh, rare batch series is really exciting because we now seeing how far we've come, we've got like our full repertoire of all of the spirits that we are doing regularly, releasing regularly. And now we have the, the experimental reel to play on the side. It's just great to see how far we've come and how much we've built up. Yeah. What, what is this? The 10th or 11th? I think. This is our eleventh individual product. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are super rare, like the, well, the Capital Christmas Cordial was. It was rare, but it was. It's a much yeah. bigger batch. Yeah, that one, the Honey Whiskey. I mean, we. That's not eleven products on the shelf at all time. That's eleven different products released yeah. all oh, time, yeah. and some of them, you know, I count in that. We did a limited run on one point seven five liter coffee bottle. Oh, that's true. Well, that'd be twelve then. Yeah. That make twelve? I think. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even count. I that. didn't count that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and twelve. That it's taken us over time. Some of them that age, some of them that don't. Yeah. And and twelve products. One of them is really just the same product in a different bottle. Yeah. Over eleven years, right? Uh, the July will be eleven. And, yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. You know, when you look at it like that, we do have quite a few products, but we also really have taken our time we're not just you know shoveling out products and and that's something that i say because i if you are shoveling out products that's totally fine too you know consumption i'm all all about it oh yeah but i i just think it's important for for people to understand that there are different ways to do things and different means and we've taken this like slow approach to some really quality craft spirits and and not even the smart approach as far as monetarily goes. We released an aged product as our first product, which is probably not super monetarily beneficial. But but we I th- take pride in everything we've done. And I will say that um, Kelsey, not I'm not going to say Kelsey's like picky or make her sound like she's, you know, like hoity-toity about it. But she's very well-versed and knowledgeable about her spirits and um i think she was a little hesitant to know about a craft distillery and bring those kind of spirits behind a bar where she had not been working with craft spirits and and so kelsey like i think we gained your trust right but how do you feel about these craft spirits that we've released you've turned me into a snob i don't (laughs) i don't really go shop around my local liquor store anymore and buy big box brands i prefer to go look for the little guys and the local guys and in the states that I've moved to since I've left I've definitely <laughs> noticed that about myself too is trying to find somebody to replace the the hole in my liquor cabinet that was cultivated so yeah is uh, for the local places so tell Kelsey Valerie to redo the song hole yeah. in the liquor cabinet yeah <laughs> that sounds like a much bigger problem <laughs> yeah all right yeah Quite sounds literally. like a AA meeting there 
Yeah. Um, no, so, I have, everybody does that. I hope everybody turns out that way and, and we can change everybody's minds. Uh, this is another Asheville original mm-hmm. bourbon, Asheville original single barrel. Um, this is the first BIB I know of the bottle to bottle yeah, being for, released uh, in our area. That's pretty yeah. cool. So we're, uh, I guess we were the first rum, the first gin, the first lots of lots of things. Well, most of our products are the original. Yeah, I mean Asheville. Uh, we're not the oldest, but are the we weren't the first Asheville distillery, but we're the longest standing Asheville distillery. Yeah. yeah. And, and part of that is attributed to our staff and our OG people right. right here because I would have probably crawled under the bed at some point and given up if, if not for the yeah, you know the support of, of everybody. So we really appreciate that. And we look forward to releasing the next bourbon and the next specialty release products more rare batch and more. I'm assuming we'll eventually also come out with another steady product. Uh, I'm I'm assuming that Kelsey's product will be a steady product. I don't know how far it'll be distributed, but it'll be a steady product. Um, we got a bourbon that'll be a steady product, product here, not a bottled and bond, um, and by any means, but it will be a steady product. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got did you the say rye. Rye. You got rye, 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 yeah. Um, those are going to be our two. When I said we were building out our whiskey program, those are really the two main focuses. Um, so as offshoots of that, you'll see some of these experimental batches and stuff. And some of this is as we were kind of filling our way into those products, things we kind of ended up with making along the way that weren't exactly the direction we ended up going for our finished product, for our big kind of main main show bourbon and main show rye whiskey. Um, but we will pretty soon here um, be having some of that get ready. It's one of those funny things that's hard to explain uh, to people who don't work in this industry, but when you have a barn full of barrels, there's no magic date when they're going to be that's ready. Right. Um, you know, it, it almost sounds like a joke, but all you can do is set them out here, and every once in a while, just like we did with this BIB, go give them a little smell, and once the smell starts to get good, go give them a little taste every once in a while, and one day it'll click, and you'll go, ah, we're there, but in... You know, there's so many factors that go into how spirits barrel age, and a lot of them have to do with the climate they're stored in, those kind of things that when it's a new facility, when it's a new recipe, when it's a first go at things, you got to just have faith and patience that it's going to work. And that's right. one day it'll click, and you'll be like, oh, that's it. And it's almost a little surprising when it happens. I think both of us were almost a little surprised when we tasted this bottle of bomb bourbon because we had probably had it a year before that. We, yeah. we taste them all about once a year, so if we can. Um but, you know, just that day it clicked and it was it was game on. It was time to go. And that's kind of cool because that means that the other stuff coming behind it should start following some of those patterns. And Yeah. And every know. barrel's every batch is going to be different because every barrel is going to be different. Absolutely. We're not some giant thousand barrel a day distillery or 10,000 barrel a day distillery where we're blending thousands of barrels at a time. We're blending one, two. Uh, the, the rye will have a yeah. Solera with a four blend. Yeah. Uh, our shades is a four blend, and that's yeah. one of the biggest batch sizes we do. Um, yeah. It almost stretches our equipment; it's so big. <laughs> um, and that's just four barrels, which to you know a bigger bourbon maker or someone like that would be yeah. laughably small, where they probably <laughs> wouldn't even bother. Yeah. You know, right. they they yeah. they they lose more than that bottling a batch. Yeah, but that's um, the magic and the art of the craft. Absolutely, in the small distillations and small distilleries and. 
really what we are, I mean, trying to do. Don't get me wrong. I sell vodka all day, and, and we can do great at it because it's damn good vodka. But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean that it's still it's still pretty craft. It still takes us a while to, to pull that off, too. So at the end of the day, we appreciate those who follow us closely and snag those bottles up because we know that that means a lot to those people. And we won't have that many of this one. And I can already tell you that three of them were gone because, you know, my three roll, I'm going to have to get three of them. Yeah. Yep. 122 to go. 122 to go. <laughs> we hope. Yeah. yeah. But it's not bottled at this point. By the time you hear this, it'll be bottled and it'll be on the shelf on July 4th. And this, you'll hear this on the 4th. Yeah. Cool. Anything else that you guys want to add about our bourbon or bourbon in general? I think that's pretty good for now. I'm sure as we get more bourbon out on the market, we'll kind of touch back on this again and talk more about yeah. it then. And yeah. I will say, uh, take advantage after you listen to this, write a comment underneath the post if you have questions. Um, if I can answer, or Real can answer, or Taylor can answer, or Kelsey can answer, we will. Uh, or or maybe we'll just do a whole other podcast on it because it's a big enough and broad enough question with you know enough. We can do that. We can do a live questionnaire as well. We could do a live questionnaire. They'll call in and ask Kelsey if it's uh, Kelsey Bellarini and Shania Twain. Oh, did we get that answer? No. Uh, no. Yes, that's correct. I also muted myself while I listened to a little snippet of it. Oh, there's a hole in a bottle of wine. So, like that. so it's a Shania Twain song. Canadian singing it with a Kelsey re-singing it. Not this Kelsey, but correct. also Kelsey B. Okay. Kelsey B. All right, well. With with that and the hole in the bottle, we hope there isn't a hole in your bottle and it lasts you quite a long time. If it doesn't, hang in there. Better be fast. We'll get you some more later. <laughs> All right. You good? <laughs>